Realms of Peril and Glory will begin after these short messages. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. We'd like to thank our patrons, Barbara, Sharon Lee Baker, and Deborah Blockschwank, for their support in making this series possible. If you'd like to join them and get ad-free listening, bonus shows, and even more, then head on over to patreon.com slash lightandtragic. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Realms of Peril and Glory. Thank you so much for joining us today. My name is Zachary Fortescom, and I will be your Game Master. Joining me is James Barbarossa. Hello there. I am James Barbarossa. I'll be playing um, most, if not all, of the NPCs. Playing with us today is Elizabeth Campbell. Hello, I'm playing the uh, now fourth level uh, Orc Rogue Zongroff Gralshak, um, a level that has um, meant that we're all so, so powerful. <laughs> so <laughs> brace yourself. Maddie Searle. Hello, I am playing Isadora Ravenwood, the half-dark elf necromancer, also level four, um, but I'm still super squishy, so I might die. <laughs> Laura Girling. I'm going to be playing level four Bard Meredith Winvir, and I'm going to be fighting everyone today. Of course you are. And last but certainly not least, the formidable Pip Gladwin playing as... I love how you cued me in there in such a way that <laughs> I would struggle to say, bless my jerk dog priest. Um, but I've just said it, so there we go. Uh, hello there, I'm Pip Gladwin. Uh, I will be playing as, uh, if you hadn't already guessed, uh, fourth level dwarf paladin Tor Brennan. Crag. Because he's got his surname back. No. He does have a surname back, shit. Uh, yes, thank you guys. We are playing a game called 13th Age, a D20 TTRPG, designed by Rob Heinzu, who is a lead designer on D&D 4th Edition, and of course, Jonathan Tweed, who is one of the designers on D&D 3rd Edition. The game is published by Pelgrane Press. You can check out that link in the description if you want to play it yourself. Last time, you at home all witnessed our characters uncover horrible secrets kept inside Langford Manor. Tor Brennan confronted Aaron, who blamed him for Elias' spiral deeper into his sadness. Tor Brennan, however, discovered the tea that Elias has been drinking for months was poisoned after Aaron took a sip and began to convulse on the floor. You all called for medical assistance and met Ricktook Gralshock and his buff bird folk partner, Peck and left Elias and Aaron in their capable hands. You returned into Langford Manor and found a pair of medallions that functioned like walkie-talkies with the etchings of a circle along a horizontal line. You also found another orb that contained the roiling red spell energy that signifies the presence of a person's essence. You journeyed to Sael's subterranean lab where he explained that he built the orbs and other maniacal machines, including a machine that harnesses time magic to push time through an object. 
he showed you a key component to that machine, a crystal containing condensed and crystallized time magic. Without this component, the horrible machine that he built for, who knows, cannot function. Finally, he offered to test out a new technology that he was creating to attempt to resurrect those people trapped inside orbs. After placing the orb containing pine silver within his new machine, alarms began to ring around the lab and the secure ramp where you entered was forced open as Croc the Mighty began to descend into the lab, preparing to fight. All right, everyone, let's get started! Can everyone please roll me initiative? Oh, uh, 14. A mighty 12. 24. Nice. 18. Dr. Brennan, do you know this guy? Uh, yes, we're we're acquainted. Um, likely, uh, um, likely mind-controlled. Yes, this is, uh, Croc the Mighty of the Blades of Valorous. Croc, this is, um, uh, Zongroff, Isadora, Meredith, um... I, I wave. (laughs) Uh, Croc, without words, holds up his club and swings it at you, Tor Brennan. What do you get, James? That is a 21. Well, that's exactly my AC. Oh. Which means it misses. Which means whoa, it misses. Whoa, 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 dude, what? Croc's club comes up, hits your arm, thankfully not your mask, but manages to smash into some of the machinery, including the machine where Pine Silver's orb is placed. Whoa, whoa, hey, we can talk about this, buddy. What? And Sayal pops up, freaked out. Hey, uh, if, if this guy's gonna... Um, if this guy's gonna be smashing stuff up, you know, if he breaks that machine, your friend is done. I suggest you get this guy out of here. Find a way to, to, to lure him away. I don't know, but if, if this machine goes, your friend is gone and this place is up in flames. Yeah, yeah, okay. <sighs> Next up is Meredith. Okay, so first of all, I would like to establish the little hatch that Croc just came down. Mm-hmm. I can't see out of that, can I? Like, I can't. Roll me a luck check. It's an 18. Fuck. Uh, you can see. <laughs> you can see a bunch of stuff. <laughs> you can see that there's a building across from the entrance, and you can just see the top of that building. What, as in, like, the top floor, or? You can see the roof. The roof? Mm. Okay. Um, and where is the crystal right now? It is currently on Sayel's desk. Okay, sweet. Is Sayel, like, near it? Uh, Sayel is nearish it. He is mostly worried about the machine uh, and going to work on that machine. Okay, he's worried about the machine. Is is anyone, like, near the crystal? Has Croc seen the crystal? Uh, Croc has not seen the crystal. Croc has not gone for the crystal. By crystal, we uh, mean orb, yes? No, no, no the crystal. The, crystal. the time crystal. The time oh, the time crystal. crystal. Yes, sorry. With all that powerful energy that could... Right, uh, yeah blow up like a million nukes. I was just thinking of my friend, okay? You, you. And also, also uh, is the component to power the uh, machine that Sale built. Okay. And another question. This hypnotism spell, mind control spell from Tarvin's journal. Yes. 
I haven't had the time to practice it. You have Can not. I attempt it? You may certainly attempt it. You may roll it at disadvantage. Okay. Right, so with disadvantage, that is a 17 versus mental defense. How? That hits. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, I yeah. rolled a 10 and I rolled an 11 and I had my plus seven to add Describe to, to me what this looks like. How is Meredith performing this spell she's never learned and is, uh, is trying to cast it for the first time? Well, she, I guess she's got the journal on her, right? Because, mm-hmm. yeah, and she's literally reading it from the journal. She's a bit mm-hmm. shaky doing it. Mm-hmm. And she just looks at Croc and she goes, Croc literally stops in his tracks. I, I, I look at Meredith, who has just managed to command far more authority than I, I, I did, um, <laughs> by telling him to stop. Maybe, maybe ever. Oh my God, don't take it personally. It was magic. Like, don't even worry about it. No, it's fine. It's no done. I'm glad he's dumped it. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. It's yeah. cool. Yeah, cool. I'll teach you. Um, it's, it's easy, actually. Easier than it looks. Um, hmm. Cool. Um, and... I want to run up out of the out of the the room and see who's outside. Can okay. I get outside? You absolutely can. Excellent. You sneak past past Croc the Mighty. You emerge on the top level. I don't know you... why I didn't do this sneakily. This is stupid. Well, you oh, did well. it. I did it. You stand as you rise out of the ramp. You see one person stood directly in front of you. Okay. You've never seen this person before, but you know that this must be Rose the Swift. Okay. She is a wood elf. Just to clarify, you didn't grab the crystal, right? I didn't grab the crystal. Great, good to know. It was a it was a thought that did cross my mind, and then I thought going out into the open on my own with a crystal probably wasn't a great idea even yes. for Meredith, so... You see Rose the Swift stood directly in front of you. She is a wood elf. She is clad in the same armor as Tor Brennan used to wear. And she smiles when seeing you. Behind her, you see a mob of people. (laughs) It is a collection of what you assume to be mind-controlled individuals. Okay. You see a hulking Torter gentleman, Gustav Prima, the widow of, of Kenrith Durai. And next to him is the small but imposing gnome, Alicia Rapscallion, notorious criminal. Next to her is a very serious looking human who you don't recognize, but looks dressed for tactical combat. Alongside him is the lanky figure of another wood elf, Meredith, who you realize- Oh, embarrassing. Is Ash Aspen. Oh. Hunched beside Ash Aspen is the large matronly figure of Gak. Iraq, oh, no. professor of herbology at Athril. And finally, standing beside her is the tall, muscular figure of Chief Venable. 
They all stand, staring you down, Meredith, dead-eyed and angry. Yikes. You must be this Meredith I've heard so much about. Yeah, yeah, did you see my gig the other day? It was pretty good. Absolutely killed it at open mic night. I'm afraid I didn't have the pleasure. As you can see, uh, I think you're a little bit outnumbered. It perhaps might be the best option to put your hands in the air and step back down into the hatch. She pulls out her bow and pulls it back. Uh, I mean, I don't like being told what to do, but also I don't really want to get shot. So yeah, fuck it. I'm going to go back in. (laughs) You can't move. You're out there. I, uh... Didn't think that would work, but oh. there we go. <laughs> uh, you are out there now. Uh, next up in the round is going to be Isadora. Yeah. You don't know what's yeah. just happened outside. I'm not not moving my legs because I'm scared. I'm not moving my legs because I'm standing my ground. I just want you to know that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sounds fair. Yeah. Isadora, it's your turn. You do not know what's just happened outside. Okay. So all I know is that guys. Croc is mind controlled but stopped and Meredith has run out and don't know what's happened with Meredith. That is right. Okay. My first thought is, shall we tie up Croc? Yeah, let's get him... Let's get him restrained. Ooh, Come on. That's fun. That's fun. Okay. I can de- I can delay my turn until someone else's turn and assist. I'm happy to say you guys can all sacrifice your standard actions on your turn to together tie up Croc the Mighty, and whoever has the highest dexterity may roll this at advantage. That's Liz. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, can I can I make a, a slight thing to the tying them up? Whatever it is we're yeah. tying them up with, I don't know what we have resources we have at our disposal. I suggest we tie him up, but in tying him up, tie him to something, if we can do that. <laughs> mm, um, yeah. If yeah. there's some, st- you know, solid away from the machine thing that we can yeah. attach him to i think that would be a good preferably idea. preferably far away from the machine <laughs> yeah um okay i will warn you it's a small place it's yeah. there's not much space uh so basically what i'm saying if you want him to be away from the machine there's really nowhere in this lab where he's not going to yeah. be within clobbering distance if, of this if machine. you look if you're looking for somewhere safe uh that's not going to be near this stuff Get him out of here, right? I don't have the room for this. I'm not saying don't do it, but I am saying it's a small uh, place. There's got to be a pipe somewhere we could just make, like tie sure. his hands to. I mean, or there's use, probably Do I have fantasy handcuffs? Here. Yeah, mm. why not? Why if not? If you've got fantasy handcuffs, I think it makes more sense for us knowing what we know and not knowing the other stuff that's going on that we would maybe handcuff him and then try and take him outside. Right now, it doesn't make a huge amount of sense for us to chain him up in here. Mm. Why are we doing that? Well, yeah. I, I mean, like, yeah, we do our spell, presumably. Outside. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I would. True. Yeah, I would true. think that we would need to. We would want to keep him still for ten minutes, do oh. a on mind control spell, and That's a good uh, point. Yeah. That's fair. move on with our lives. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> just get on. With you know, our we day. can take him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, presu- do can I use a free object interaction, which I don't think is in Thirteenth Age, to just look through my magnifying glass? I don't think it is, but you want to look at him with your magnifying glass? I mean, will that be a full action, or is that just a? Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I, I think that's. I'll say you can do that with your quick action if you sure. want, but just roll it flat because it's a quick action as opposed to is a it standard. Still, action. Isadora's turn. 
Yeah, I mean, we, uh, well, I... Uh, we're playing... Yeah, that's fair. We are playing this a little fast and loose right now. Let's just say, if you guys want to sacrifice your turn to time up now and move up, you can. But that's the only way we're staying. We got to stay in initiative order. Sure. Yeah. Otherwise, that's your call right now. What does I it, need you guys take, to do right now... Does it, does it take all three of us working together? I to will say it'll take up? all three of you, your standard actions, to tie him up and move him and tie him up somewhere else. Yeah. Do we want to do that? Yeah. You too? I mean, again, not knowing what we don't know, I think that Makes we sense. would concentrate on tying him up. And I I assume Meredith's this runoff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Um, cool. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I can roll to tie him up. It's a natural 20. Oh, yes. But, okay. Uh, so, so because <laughs> of that, I'm going to set Tight. the DC of him breaking out of that at 25. Okay. Kraken. He has got to make a strength check of 25. Um, I mean, I, at this point, I assume our plan is to, we're just going to wait for him to calm down. We're going to get every, we're going to do some yep. mind control. Wait for I'm doing magic. It's all back. fine. Right, guys? Yeah. Everything seems pretty chill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, sir. <laughs> we're we're going to have to escort you over here, please. I, I understand. Very confusing. Don't worry. Sorry. Yep. Literally can't even speak. He's just growling because he is under now two levels of mind control. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I know. I know. There, there, buddy. <laughs> okay. Um, we'll get you out of this in no time. But he can't. He actually, until that, until that um, mind control is off of him, he can't. Um, he can't even attempt to make. Uh, a strength check. Uh, so something will have to happen. Yeah. To. When he gets his resistance. I did. I did warn you they would yeah. do this. <laughs> you did warn me they would. Because we're this. small. And that's fine. <laughs> it was. Right. It is. You tied him up. He's in a corner. You guys have all used your standard action. Isadora, are you doing anything else with your quick action or your movement? Um. I. Hmm. <sighs> I'm tempted to take the crystal, but also I'm aware that I'm not the strongest member. So if they get me, then so I might I might kind of turn to Zongroff and Torben and say, I'm very happy to take this, but it might be better if one of you take it because I'm I'm not particularly uh, I'm, I'm I'm squishy is what I'm saying. I'm squishy. Sales got this. I nod at Sayal. Uh, sure. I mean, I can. I mean, I've been looking at it this this whole time. I, if you if you guys can if you guys got that guy down, um, I would like you to. I would still like you to take him out. But I guess if you're tying him up, if you can't move him that far, then we think I suppose there's this, there's some magic. So just we need ten minutes and we'll get out of your pair. Sorry. Hey. All right. If that if that's what you think you can do, you know. Okay. Uh, are you doing anything else on your turn, Isadora? No, I don't believe there's anything else I can do. Okay. Torbrennan, it's your turn. You got a quick action, you got a um, movement. Cool. Uh, I'm more or less useless in this scenario at this point. Like, I can't do the kind of magic that needs to be done to, to uh, mm. sort him out, and he's restrained. Um, I'm going to make a little, I'm gonna make a little uh, intelligence check for myself to uh, yeah. like look around and be like, where did Meredith go? Yeah, um, absolutely. Just to see if I'm smart enough on the uptake. Just pick up on that. <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
What would you say to a 16? I think you can reasonably see you say you saw Meredith hop out. I'll go check outside. Yeah. <laughs> wander out. Not as uh, To Brennan, as you wander up, you the first thing you see is Meredith uh, stood. And as you rise more, you see behind her, you see that same smiling face of Rose the Swift with oh. her army of mind control people behind her. There you are, Tulbrinen. Um, yes, I think it's probably for the best that you also freeze and don't make any sudden movements. Rose. Will you tell me why? Tulbrinen, you're not one of us anymore. I don't think no. I owe you anything. I suppose you're right. Perhaps we'll talk later. And I, uh, I draw my sword. Nice. Uh, it's Rose's turn. Uh, can I just can I just jump in that the where I would have positioned myself if I had enough movement to do yes. so is in front yes. of Meredith. That cool. is fair. She's going to. Yeah, she's going to try and shoot Meredith. I guess disadvantage. Mm. Give it a go. I mean, it won't bring your dead wife back, but. <laughs> <laughs> God, is oh. that casting vicious mockery? Is that what's happening? <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. So that's yeah. an, that is an 18. My Misses AC is an 18. Mm. Damn. Miss damage? Uh, four. four. Yeah, so Meredith, this oh, arrow whizzes right past your face and it whips your face back. Okay. It doesn't hit you, but it grazes you real close. Okay. Ow. <laughs> Uh, is that the end of Rose's turn? That'll be it. Zongroff, you've heard an arrow and Meredith go, ow. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you naturally assume some minor accident has taken place. Just yeah. coffee on her you, got, you guys all right? We got to do a ritual. Hello? Trouble up here? Yeah, Rose is out here being a little bitch. What she said? <laughs> oh, shit. Um... Sayel, watch this guy. I, I point to Croc as he grunts in a corner, and um, I'm going to go out the hatch. Sayel <laughs> and Emma kind of haphazardly look at uh, Croc, unsure what to do, and just kind of turn and start tending to the machine to make sure it's okay. Valid. Yeah. And yes, Zongruff, you emerge. Uh if you just shout if there's a problem <laughs> i say i say i imagine walking up the like you know the stairs or the ramp or whatever to the hatch like looking backwards and saying this is just turning around to this army of people oh no i hope we uh, have enough uh who's got the crystal by the way sayo 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 yes yeah, uh yeah you literally turn to this army of people and not only that you see the faces of chief venable and you see Gustav Prima. In fact, roll me a wisdom check. Is this a perception check by any chance? Yes. Is it a perception check that would count via my no. senses? No. Okay. Oh wait, but your guard senses? Uh, well, I've got, I've, I've. Uh, so for the audience at home, uh, in my fourth level up, I now have the perceptive feat, which means I get to roll advantage uh, on any perceiving I do with any of my senses. Makes yeah, sense. Yeah, 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 hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Zach, I promise I am not making this up. That's another natural 20. Nice. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. No. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, 
you spot as well that this human who I described as being dressed for tactical combat, yeah, that's a member of your sister's security team. Oh shit! All right, I, 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 I walk up gingerly and stand upright, kind of beside Tor Brennan, and I say, "All right, Miss the Swift." What do you want? I want that crystal. And I want Tor Brennan to understand the gravity of the betrayal that he has committed against the blades. Uh, now, I'm not really an expert in this whole magic thing, but um, <clears throat> I have reason to believe that that uh, crystal might be uh, dangerous in the wrong hands. So, uh, I'm afraid we're going to have to uh, politely decline that request. Well, well, then you shouldn't have let us write to it, then, should you? <laughs> you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. I say, drawing my sticks <laughs> off my back. Let's get ready. Well, you can fight me, but are you uh, are you going to fight your friends? I'm uh, not going to lie, Zongroff, I think that's the coolest thing you've ever thanks. That was great. Is that the end? Um, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing I'm probably out of... Uh, <laughs> you can't do any actions. Yeah, you've just so, done the cool shit. Uh, <laughs> I will uh, yeah, put a pin in my cool shit and um, see where this takes us. You see as you pull out your sticks and you say those sick ass words (laughs) this aura begins to form around Rose and you see she starts moving a little bit faster would you say swiftly (laughs) I would certainly say swiftly Mm -hmm. I see I see I don't know if I can necessarily up the escalation die after that round (laughs) next up is going to be Croc the Mighty, who is going to make his, uh, I want you to make a, just roll a d20, tell me if it comes at 15 plus. Uh, It came up as a 16. He passes at the end of his turn. He He removes any mind control from himself. What, all of it? Yeah. He totally wrestles free from your mind control. Next up in the round is going to be Meredith. Okay, cool. So, right. Okay. I'm gonna get my viola out and I'm gonna have a go at a song of thunder. So Meredith whips out her viola, gets her bow. What's this look like? It's just, it's, it's, it's Tor Brennan draws his sword. I draw my sticks. <laughs> you just draw a viola. <laughs> All right, tell me what happens. Okay, so that is three nearby enemies. Great. There are two in front of you. There's the mob as a whole, and there is Rose. Sorry, so Rose counts as one person, and the mob counts as another person. Counts as, it's a, it's a horde. It's like a... Okay, so could I go Rose, mob, and... Um, although I guess I can't see Croc, can You I don't know point, so. that Croc has beat your mind control. No, 
but if I wanted to attack him anyway, I couldn't see him, so I wouldn't be able to do it, would I? No. No. Uh, it's a 17. That hits. It hits! <laughs> Brilliant. Nice. Okay, fabulous. So that does 5d6 plus 3 thunder damage. Um, How many of your friends are you going to kill? Okay, well, that's not... I've not rolled particularly well, so we have got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. That's eleven points of no, sorry, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen points of thunder damage. What does this spell look like, Meredith? Well, it's thunder damage, isn't it? So I reckon it wouldn't make sense for there to be lightning, but I want there to be lightning because it looks cool. There can so, be lightning. Yeah, there can, there be, can lightning. be lightning. Yeah, good. So. um as I play my viola, I would say um, some little streaks of lightning shoot shoot out from it, and it's it's little bolts of lightning shooting out of my viola as I play. So these bolts z- zap into Rosa Swift, and she takes some pain. She doesn't look nice, but she powers through it. But as you zzz, you see Ash cannot handle this, yeah, and Ash falls to the floor, yeah, in the mob. He's down. Okay, <laughs> just killed your ex-boyfriend don't fuck with me i guess <laughs> is that the end of your turn um i think it is i don't think there's anything else i can do really next up is going to be the mob who is now that you've attacked them is going to rush at you meredith and they are going to roll a like a fucking 11 versus your ac yeah that doesn't hit so these people all rush up at you, these dead-eyed people, and they start swarming around you, batting at you, but you're able to kind of duck out of the way as you continue to play your viola. Yeah. It's now Isadora's turn. Isadora, you're still down in the room. Mm-hmm. What are you doing down there? Yeah, I think I'm gonna... I'm gonna... I'm not gonna rush up. I'm gonna come up sneakily. Okay. Um. So do I need to roll stealth or... Uh, yeah, roll me a dexterity check to uh, get up there. Hmm, interesting. That's nine total. Ah. Uh, you literally trip on the hem of your dress as you come up and uh, and make a huge scene as you come oh. up. Oh my god, hi. <laughs> hi. As Meredith's being attacked, you just see her through like a horde of oh. people. Oh dear, this is not good. Okay. And you see in the crowd is your professor, Gak. Mind-controlled and attacking Meredith. Oh, no. No, 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 no. This is not good. Okay, okay. Um, do I see Rose as well? Yes, you do. All right. Um, first off, I would like to summon undead at third level. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> How many of them boys you got? Let's see. I need to roll um, 1d3 plus 1. So that is, mm, that's four putrid zombie mooks that I get to summon. Nice. And they have an initiative of plus that's 2. 64 hit points worth of them. Oh, yeah. Uh, they act on your initiative, is that right? They um, have their own initiative of plus 2. Plus 2. What's their initiative? Um, Alrighty. Their initiative is 16. 16. Very nice. Okay, amazing. So you summon this these horrors from the earth. What does that look like? Yeah, the the now familiar swirling purple black portal emerges, um, and a whole bunch of shambling, 
flesh dripping off zombies come out, but they've all got little purple bows in their hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. These guys know how to accessorize. Jesus Christ. So they do five damage per move. So I would like to, may I roll to attack Rose the Swift with these? Uh, well, are you? Oh, yeah. Is, are, is your oh, turn yeah, yeah, done? Sorry, I'm, I'm confusing myself. Yeah, uh, that, yeah, I think that's all I can do on my turn is just summon them. That's right. Okay, fantastic. No quick action, no movement. Other, well, you moved up, so. I'm just going to hold back and try and, and, and I'm going to make sure that the zombies are between me and all the chaos that's happening. Okay. Amazing. Put those guys between you and it's their turn now. What are they going to do? Um, they are going to go and attack Rose. Okay. So they get a plus seven to their roll. Mm, not great. So that's 13 to hit. 13 to hit. Versus AC. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, misses. All right. So what happens? These zombies run up to Rose and she just bats them away. There's so much them. flailing in the sight. <laughs> just the mob, the zombies. Yeah. It's like that one time in Buffy where Harmony and Xander have a slap fight. <laughs> yes. Next up after that is going to be Tor Brennan. It's me. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. First things first, after watching Meredith like electrocute all these mind controlled people, um, uh, I'll, I mean, I know she's also being mobbed, but I'll just kind of shout out, let's um, try not to kill anybody. Uh, and then um, Fine. I will uh, close on Rosa Swift if I can. Do it. Rad. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm taking a swing because that's, okay. that's how I do. Uh, how'd you feel about a 24? Ooh, that hits. Good. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to just, I'm going to issue my, uh, my paladin's challenge on her. Nice. Uh, 28 points of damage. Oh, nice. <sighs> That's a lot. Very um, nice. Uh, I, I, I'll, I'll rush in, sh kind of shoulder past the zombies, I think, as they're all <laughs> yeah. like, flailing at her. So I think, for, I think for her, the image is she's fending off she's fending off flailing zombies and then they kind of part. And in that moment, she doesn't see anyone, but she does see a sword. Yeah. And then looking down, there's Torbrennan like coming in. <laughs> uh, uh, and yeah, take a, take, a, take a big swing at her. And, that was 28. Um, yeah, 28. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Next up after Torbrennan is going to be Rose. Uh, Rose still has that aura around her. Uh, a short sword attack for a 22. A, t a 22 will absolutely hit me. Does she, what does this look like, James? I like to think that she's a she's a she's a sword on the hip type of lady. Oh, absolutely. She's just gonna in she's gonna ninja style in one fell strike, draw it and and slash a diagonal up at you. Oh, nice. That's and just brutal cut on I'm gonna, you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take that one in the face and get a cool oh, yeah. scar. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nice. Uh, and uh, how much damage is that? That's a 23 damage. Versus your moustache. <laughs> oh no, yeah, just cuts my moustache off. <laughs> it's not a cool oh, scar. <laughs> you were going for the cool scar. It's actually just a lopsided moustache. Oh no. Who am I now? Yeah. I don't know who I am anymore. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tor. I'm sorry, Tor Brennan. I, I didn't want to do this, but you've left us with no choice. Oh, wait. 
she gets a second action. Oh! Because she's hasted. Shit, of course she mm. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's going to attack again. Ishka. Ay, ay, ay. Oh. To run in 24. To hit? Yeah. yeah so I, hit, I, hit on a, I hit on a 22, didn't I? Okay. So she'll, I guess, I guess she'll shing diagonal, spinning uh, into a reverse grip, and like down in the same direction. Of course. Oh, so not uh, only she cuts off one side of your mustache, then the other. <laughs> oh, no. oh no! Now I have a Hitler mustache. <laughs> the worst indignity. No. <laughs> Fine, I'm Tor Brennan, I make it look good. Um, I reclaim it, and now people are allowed to have that moustache again. Um, uh, cool. How much damage, bud? So that will be that will be 29 points of damage. Yeesh. Cool. cool. You know how I had 70 hit points at the beginning of this fight, guys? Yeah. Yep. I now have 13. Yeah. Tor Brennan, I don't want to kill you. You are brutalized, Tor Brennan, in this moment. Uh, you realize... You are still a, you were still merely a trainee at the Blades. You were an apprentice. And you realize you still, even at level four, don't have the skills fully yet to match Rosa Swift. I've been doing this since before you grew that mustache to Brennan. I don't want to hurt you. So why don't you just back down? Let me have the crystal. And we can all move on. I uh, I've been brought to a knee, I think, by that second. Yeah. By that second hit. Yeah, and she's just point. She's just pointing that sword at you, at your face. Toran pushes pushes himself up. She's like, resting it on. Never your do this. Yet. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Does she let me stand up? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I, Toran just pushes himself up. Uh, looks up, and I think cut like part of his lip on 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 his mouth, and he pushes himself up, spits blood at your feet, and says nothing <laughs> pulls the sword back up into into a ready position he's not gonna run away oh yeah you'll have to kill That's... me you've never really respected us have you told Brennan? are you ready to shop Rakuten's big give week is back get 15% back at hundreds of stores and it's all happening this week May 6th to May 13th it's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cashback boost. That's an extra 10% cashback on top of the 15% cashback. You won't see higher cashback rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the roll of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. 
As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. Zongruff, you're up. Interesting. I have a move, but I want to save it. But also I'm worried Tor Brennan's going to die before anything happens. Hmm. I'm going to... Yeah, I think much in the same way that Tor Brennan kind of parted the crowd and was this mm-hmm. this kind of threat when you look down. So almost exact opposite, just flying out of the crowd, I think, comes <laughs> from above Zongroff coming in with uh, a double strike. On Rose or on the crowd? On, on Rose. I love it! <laughs> the drama, mama. What you got, Liz? 21 to hit. It hits. Yeah, it oh. hits. Oh. <sighs> That's a 27 damage. Oof. She's nice. not looking happy, but she's not She's not hurt. She's fine. <laughs> Just out of the air. Thwap, thwap. And then I kind of land next to... <laughs> Next to Tor Brennan. Thwap, thwap up here in spiky clouds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, Zongruff, you doing anything else with your turn? You okay there, friend? Yeah, I'll be fine. Still pushing myself up. <laughs> no, I'm not doing anything else with my turn. Okay. I would like everyone to make me a perception check, please. Oh, no. And yes, you're using your senses, Zongruff. Thank you. 21. 18. Mm-hmm. 16. 11. Meredith, you're the only one who realizes this. You're in the heat of battle. And you hear a... Bonk! Up high above you. And then... <laughs> below you. Okay. In the hole. And then you hear... of a magic missile going off inside of the hole. Okay. And that is what you hear happen. Nice. Very nice. Next up in the round, can I please get Croc the Mighty to make me a strength saving throw? Or just a strength check, actually, not a straving throw. Yeah. Uh, 22. Pretty good. Croc the Mighty struggles. He's got, he's got a plus eight to his strength. No, he hasn't. He's got a plus 11 to his strength. Oh, yeah, I've got. Then more I've than got, that. I've got a plus eight to my strength. Like, really? Yeah. Oh, I'm looking at Rose the Swift. Of course. Damn it. Then, then like 20. Um, oh, God damn. God damn ah! it. <laughs> he. <laughs> and breaks your restraints. No. And. Croc the Mighty, James, is free once again. That was his quick action. He, I don't believe, is 
in a rage anymore because his last turn was spent under mind control, to be completely fair. He's no longer in a rage, but he is free and he is angry. Right, so he's going to run out and he's going to smack the person who's the furthest back, which I'm assuming is Isadora. Oh, is no. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> great. Good. This is great. It's going great. Fine. <laughs> 17? 17. Uh, my AC is 15, so that oh, hits. No. Oh, no. I saw the nine. I'm like, that's low. That's low I'm enough. A, I'm yeah. a baby Stand with zero charisma, not zero constitution. Yeah. In which case, one, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Plus five. Yep, we're doing okay. that. Tell me that number. I don't. Can I roll the damage dice again to try and get lo <laughs> lower? No, you may not. No. What is the number? Okay, great. Uh, it is 28 <sighs> plus five. five. Yeah. Which comes to 33. 33. Is that 34 hit yeah. points I you had, had in total? I have, three, I have 36, 36 total, so I have three hit points left. Ah. Yep. Well, you're fine, so... Yeah. He is just like stepping up this ramp, seeing this actual child um, <laughs> with her back to him and just silently right down Bonk. on my head. Bonk. Rude. Bonk. <laughs> Bonk indeed. Oh, God. By the way, the escalation dies at two. Meredith. Yeah. It's your turn. You are being surrounded by the mob of familiar NPCs. Yeah. Well, I feel like it would be... I feel like now I've started this Song of Thunder, I kind of want to carry on with it. Can I carry on with it in a non-lethal way? Yeah. 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 I'll let you tase people. <laughs> you've seen the damage that you've done to Ash. And you're like, oh, better ease up on yeah. that. Better yeah. ease up on everyone else. <laughs> oh, yikes. Yeah. yeah, just not him. Oh, no, his corpse is still being tased. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't get death saves. Does he not? I'm kidding. It's fine. Okay, <laughs> okay cool. So I've I've rolled a 19 and I have to roll an 11 plus to sustain that. So this is good. You have? Yeah. So you can make that attack. Yeah. So it is against three people still, isn't it? So now that um, Croc's up. Yes. I will say you can target Croc now. Yeah. You so miss. can I? Can I target Croc, Rose and whoever's like pissing about with the magic missiles down in the... You can't see. Okay. You can't see that person. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And while, while I'm playing, I'm just kind of going, by the way, guys, I think there's a wizard in there. There's something going on. Yeah, that wizard we brought with us. Did we bring a wizard? Was that our wizard? Hello! You yeah. all forgot about me because I don't speak very much. <laughs> it's me, your friendly wizard companion. I'm Tanglebeard the wizard. <laughs> Emma DiMartino. Yeah, Emma DiMartino is who I guessed was doing yeah. magic stuff. Oh, Tanglebeard. <laughs> That's me! I was going to act earlier, but I got my beard caught in my sandals. <laughs> 27 points of damage. Oh, yes. 27 points of non non-lethal thunder damage all round, please. <laughs> Lovely thundery tickles. <laughs> yep. You see uh you tase that security officer yep. who falls to the ground twitching and crawling and then you tase 
Alicia Rapscallion falls to the ground, twitching. Uh, But Gustav Prima and Chief Venable and Gak Urog are very much still standing. Okay, cool. That was 27, who's getting, wasn't that, it? who's getting that seven points of damage among them? Uh, it was Gustav who takes that seven points of damage. <laughs> Fab. And, but then, I'm, pretty um, sure this is, I'm pretty sure this is technically thunder damage, not lightning damage, but we're, uh, we've, yeah. we've reflavored yeah. it. We'll reflavor it. But That's it's also, fun. it's not just the mob, it's, um, it's, cro- cro- it's cro- Croc and Rose as well. Uh, oh, and it's Croc and Rose, excuse yeah. me. And you also see Torbrennan in front of you and Zongroff likewise. You see... Uh, Rose light up with 27 points of damage, and she doesn't look great. She looks fucking broken a little bit there. Um, she doesn't look cool. Like she's staggering or anything. Oh, she looks Ooh. staggered. Delicious. <laughs> um, uh, Zongroff, if you don't let me have this, the next person I'm fighting will be you. <laughs> Fair. Next up, after that stupendous well, turn, obviously Laura. by all means do if I miss do whatever you want. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Just let her let her murder you. It's fine. Yeah, let her kill me. Yeah. Can I still do a move action or anything like that? You can still move. Yep. Okay. So, does everyone have a healing potion? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I've got one, but n- not one I'm you willing to sacrifice them. my actions to actually use on myself. <laughs> okay. Um, cool. But, I but mean, like, I was your just willingness gonna... to your willingness to adjust for my stubbornness is not. <laughs> did that's fine, did like, we all I, have yeah. one? Because I don't think I wrote yeah. one down. I yeah. think you did all have okay. one. We all did get one. It was ten HP. Ah. It'd be weird if it'd be, yeah, yeah, it'd be weird if fun. we all had one except for Zongro. <laughs> yeah, everyone. Yeah, punitive. Um, yeah, stole them. Yeah, we we got <laughs> them with our books. Um, ah, <laughs> 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 oh. no. Um, okay, cool. So no, no one needs a healing potion. Chuck their way. I, I mean, would just be attempting to lob it. But. No, we're all <laughs> well stocked. No, I've got. I have one to use if I decide to use it, which I spoilers. I'm not going. No, to. I was just gonna try and like drag all the people I'd knocked out down into the <laughs> into the um, underground bit so they were out of the way because oh, I'm yeah, feeling take, guilty looking at them. Take your, your six seconds to start dragging. <laughs> Where you've just heard magic, magic missile going I don't, off. All the opportunity attacks. I don't, yeah. I don't think that's going to work, is it? Let's just not do that. Can I go in, though, to see what's going on in there? Do you have a movement left? You would be disengaging from the mob who would get an opportunity attack on you. Would I? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, no, I'm just going to stay where I am. I'm not interested in that wizard shit going on in there. I'm going to leave it. I do, have this, I do have this lovely image of, like, me me almost dead. Uh, Zogroff, you know, desperately trying to protect me. Isadora coming up, summoning zombies, and then getting immediately smashed on the head by an orc. And Meredith just kind of standing in the middle of it, <laughs> playing a song while everyone around her gets electrocuted. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, ah, this is... Don't know why. Don't know why you guys don't just do this. Yeah. Like, why? Why don't you just do this? Yeah. <laughs> why you got to be like this? Why you all got to be on the floor and stuff? <laughs> Next up is going to be the mob of mind-controlled individuals. Are they going to attack me? They are going to actually move away from you. Oh. And they are going to rush 
uh, specifically toward Brennan right now. Why? Uh, and is going to get in the way of Tor Brennan, yeah. Zongroff, and Rose. And they are going to. So they're disengaging from They are Meredith? disengaging from Meredith and will get an opportunity attack from you, Meredith. Just a regular opportunity attack, I think, not that spell. So if you just roll me a standard flexible melee attack. Oh, that's a natural 20 plus a. Fuck. Uh, roll me double damage. Oh. Oh, no. These aren't the guys. I want to be hurting Rose. Um. <laughs> Cool. But I've done 30 points of damage to that mob. Is it less of a mob now and more of a pair? <laughs> you clock Gustav in the noggin. Does his head go into his shell? Yes. Good. And then you uppercut Chief Venable, okay. uh, who drops Jeez. to the ground. And you finally leap in the air and just whack Gak. <laughs> In the face. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You seemed all right. <laughs> Meredith's just such a badass. It's weird that you play the piano. Like John yeah. wicked an entire group. I know secret martial arts. <laughs> I know kung fu. Do that more often. <laughs> uh, um. <laughs> How'd you get 30 from a flexible melee attack? She critted. Because I crit, so I did Damn. double damage. Yeah. Tasty. <sighs> Um, and they can't get in the way of no. you and Rose. Because <laughs> Meredith yep. just scooshed them all. Oh my god! Um, that's incredible. Well, that's incredible. my plan incredible. down the drain. Yep. Uh, yeah. Has Meredith just taken out every single member of the mob by herself? Yeah. 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 She's knocked him. She's knocked him. We're gonna we're gonna spin around. We're gonna spin around in a second and and be like, right, we got to deal with all these mind controlled folks, and yeah. they're just all gonna be groaning on the floor. <laughs> I mean, I did say I could take them. Oh, you weren't <laughs> lying. Um, yep, yep. She's pretty confident about what she can do. Yeah. Right, I'm going to go get water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now that oh, I've um, dealt with that. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, Isadora, you're next. All right, I have a question. Um, is chugging a healing potion a standard action or a quick action? I'm going to say it's a quick action. I'm ruling it's a quick action. Cool. That is good. So as a quick action, I have healed myself 10 hit points with my healing potion. Sweet. Um, and as my standard action, I would like to cast channel life. And so I'm going to attack a random nearby enemy and heal Tor Brennan if I can. Okay. I would like you please to roll me the random... All right, the so um, I believe there's one, two, there's two enemies stood. Yeah. Could you roll me a d4? So I rolled a three. Uh, you are going to be attacking Croc the Mighty. All right. Take his life force, Tor Brennan. <laughs> you deserve it. That is 24 to hit versus mental defense. Oh, that absolutely hits. Amazing. And that does yeah. 5d6 plus intelligence damage. Nice. Sweet. So that is 19 plus 8 damage. 27. N um, is it? Sorry, 19 plus 4. Sorry. Uh, 19 plus 4 13. is 23 so, damage. 23 Very damage. nice. So how does the heal work? Do I then do, do I you, then... you heal using a recovery. Cool. One of my recoveries. So yeah, you can heal using one of you. You can now use your recoveries as a free action. Not as good as it could have been, but I'll take 15. Thank you very much, Isadora. You're very nice. welcome. Back up to 28. 
Very nice. That necklace came in handy. Isadora, as you use this spell, this channel life spell, you feel yourself sapping energy from Croc the Mighty, and it channels through the gem that sits on your chest, and you feel it start to grow in power for a moment. You expect more power, it should feel warmer, but you just feel it grow colder against your skin. And you feel that energy, that life, flow through and into Tor Brennan. And for a moment, you can't stop. You can't stop channeling that life out of Croc and into Tor Brennan. And you feel for a moment that you're not in control of this magic anymore. Oh no. And you feel life flow from Croc faster and faster and faster and faster and you see him start to wither this mighty figure for one moment and suddenly he is turning skeletal and you feel you could break it you could break this you have the chance to break this if you want to i'm going to try and break it i don't want to i don't want to kill him Roll me an intelligence. Roll me your spellcasting modifier uh, at, with level. All right. That is um, 19 total. You see Croc go feeble, and you have leached so many hit points from him. You see Torbrennan, you, re- you are at full health. Holy crap. You have nearly murdered Croc the Mighty. But at the very last second, as he has one hit point left, you you are able to wrestle control free for just a second. And Croc drops to the ground unconscious. I, I didn't mean to do that. I didn't mean to do that. Um, okay. And I suppose that's the end of my turn. That is the end of your turn. It's the zombie horde's turn. Oh, good. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> All normal but, and not terrifying magic. Yep, this is fine. Yep, yep. This is comparatively uh, a cakewalk. Um, <laughs> all right. So uh, they're going to go after Rose. Yeah, please do. Um, that's nat 16 plus 7 versus AC. Yeah, that hits. Cool. So they do, because there's still all four of them up, they do 20 damage total. 20 damage total? Yeah. Not looking nice. Certainly bad. Really bad. Um, just clawing at her and one of their bows gets sort of must as they're clawing at her face and chewing on her. (laughs) Absolutely. Tor Brennan, it is Uh, now your turn. Rose looks moments from death. Uh, So Tor Brennan is suddenly taken from, you know, comparatively from death's door 
two completely back to, to full strength. And I don't think, I think he's focused on Rose here. So I don't think he's necessarily... Of course. We fought before and healed each other. So it's kind of like, cool, this is this is what we do. I've been healed. Um, so he's, you know, from that, like, t on a knee, pushing himself up, you know, bloody and, and beaten, he's suddenly just rising normally to his incredible stature. Um, and as, um, as, as Rose is being beset by the undead on 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 all sides he stands up uh he looks down at her and says rose imagine how much you must have fucked up that we're the good guys <laughs> and i take my two-handed sword in one hand with the cross guard and I'm going to punch her in the face with it really, really hard. Uh, and um, I don't say a prayer to Valorous, but I am smiting evil. Oh, so, shit! Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Savage stuff. So this is non-lethal. <laughs> yes, I understand uh, that. I understand that. I tried to make that clear. Beheading. Because um, <laughs> of the feat that I just took, uh, I will be rolling with a plus 12 to hit. <laughs> That's uh, 22 to hit. Oh no, tell a lie, escalation dice is at uh, 2, so 24 to hit. 24 to hit absolutely hits. You don't uh, need to roll me damage. Rose this, I've done it. Rose the Swift takes 32 points of damage. Tell me exactly what happens. Torbrennan stands up. Rose is kind of being brought down by these by these zombies around. They're kind of pulling and clawing at, and she's being sort of dragged down, trying to lift the sword, and it's being clutched by by these undead arms. And Torbrennan stands, says what he says, grips the sort of crossguard over here. So we've got the kind of edges of the uh, of the crossguard pulling out between like a knuckle duster, and just puts one on the side of Rose's head in the temple, uh, like haymaker, just big punch. <laughs> She falls into the ground, bash, bounces off the dirt, and falls unconscious. How much? How much damage was? How much damage was left over? Very little. Let's just put it this way: like less than five. Uh, Zongroff, it's your turn. I look around. Roll me a perception check. <laughs> are, we, are, we, are we done? Because there's something that we don't know going on Still in the a wizard. hatch. <laughs> <laughs> That's obviously Emma. Um, 14. Uh, you see there's some smoke rising from the lab. I'll, I'll, I'll look at Tor Brennan kind of standing there in his, in his victory. Um, I'll kind of squeeze his shoulder, and then run back into the hatch. The first thing you see are Emma and Sayal. They're laid out on the floor. Some things happened to them. You don't know what. They look hurt badly. You don't know if they're alive. The second thing that you see is a shimmer a figure, and then suddenly invisibility starts to 
erase itself from this figure. There is no face, but you see the figure of a dark elf. But they are encased in some form of darkness. They are clutching the crystal, and with a sudden, they vanish. No! I need help down here. There is no one left for you to fight. You rush down, and you, and you see, and you all see that Emma and Sayal are no more. You check their pulses. Whoever was down there, he did something to them. Or they did something to them. You hear the machine worry. And a ding. The machine doesn't appear damaged. Emma and Sayal seem to lay their lives down defending it. You hear a mechanic and out from a door within the machine comes a metallic figure. And in front of you, a little face illuminates a speaking stone screen within the face of the machine. And a voice comes from within. Don't worry, everyone, I'll help out. Pine Silver has made a triumphant return from the dead. <laughs> and we will find out <laughs> what becomes of Rose the Swift, Croc the Mighty, and that mysterious jewel on Isadora's neck next time on Realms of Peril and Glory! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Told you that was a wizard. Fuck. That did not go how we thought it was going to go. Did indeed. Hey, guys, can you let me know where people can find you, starting with you, Laura? Um, yes, you can find me on social media with the handle at ByLauraGurling. And also my Etsy shop is ByLauraGurling.etsy.com. Fantastic. Thank you. Uh, Maddie, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Maddie underscore abstract. You can find a bunch of stuff that I've done at rustyquill.com. And you can also find my personal podcast stuff at snazzytapier.wordpress.com. Amazing. Liz, where are you? Um, I'm on social media at Liz X Campbell. That's Liz, the letter X, uh, Campbell. Uh, and uh, if you'd like to hear some more of my dulcet tones uh i do a little bit of voice acting on the podcast no space for heroes which is a sci-fi adventure series thank you very much and pip where are you look to my coming at first light on the fifth day at dawn look to the east and also in your podcast feed perhaps the orphans wooden overcoats uh victoriosity um and 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 such like uh pip is uh, never late he arrives precisely when he means to incredible and james what have you got uh, you can find me uh, on Twitter at Barbarosaphone, though you probably shouldn't. And you can also check out The Orphans, uh, which is Zach and my other um, podcast. It's uh, a lot of fun. Uh, it's a sort of sci-fi drama, a lot of heart. Um, uh, you just search The Orphans on your podcatcher of choice. And check out my uh, Christmas special. It's coming up uh, for Realms of Peril and Glory. It's You Awaken in a Strange Place, and it will be sort of the start of uh, a series of those, and that will be what we'll be 
replacing Vale. Um, I wouldn't say replacing. Well, I would. <laughs> You can find me personally at ZachFG on Twitter. That's Z-A-C-K-F-G. And you can follow Realms of Peril and Glory on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at RealmsPod. Uh, the best way to support the show is to head over to patreon.com slash lightandtragic, uh, where you can get bonus episodes, exclusive games, production updates, uh, and a lot of really cool stuff that I know you're going to want to get your hands on. Uh, and you can check out the link in the show notes for... Uh, a link to our merch store, which has incredible new Veil merch launching alongside this release. So, thank you very much, guys, and we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Oh, bye. <laughs>Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.